Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And we are going over our 1984 book by George Orwell, Chapter 1, Part 4. Um, if you're just tuning in for the first time, go back to Part 1, at least. The intro or Part 1, go back. Don't start here. You'll be sad. So, the book, this chapter, this part was very yeah I had to go from book chapter part like sub subdo it um it was it was a pretty easy read and it's mainly just talking about Winston's work his job what he does what other people do so um it does show us a lot of insight to his daily work environment and who he is working his peers that he works with and a little bit more insight to a few aspects of the ministry. Um, and that's pretty much what it touches on. And, okay, so a few things. They refer to... So Winston's job is pretty much to rec- to rectify old print to ensure it looks like Big Brother had predicted what would happen just like the Mandela effect, except he is the one changing the memories of the past, right? That's a pretty well just summarized, now we'll go in and explain it a little bit more. Um, I mean, it's basically, he's like in charge of the propaganda. Yeah, so they, so the, so they, he sits at a computer all day, they send him down a tube, a message through a tube, and it says, um, little phrases like, and it's all in code almost, little, um, almost shorthand. Yeah. It's very shorthand. Um, like change BB for Big Brother, this you know August of the Times. Different forecast. Different yeah for so it just it did list like three or four things that he needs to do, so he starts doing it. So he has to go and get the either the newspaper to rewrite the story. So um, once he's done doing that, he has to throw away the old newspaper and. He, they call their trash bins memory holes. And that's paper that is burned immediately. It just incinerates just it, right? destroyed. Yeah. And it seems so ominous and final. Like, it just seems so... Like, we throw things away all the time, but it just seems so, like, just as soon as you put it in, it's just gone. And they're all over the place. And it's that way there's no record of the past. There's no record of anything. So, let's say that someone... Um, was let's say that the president said um it's i I don't know that taxes uh, taxes will go down by 20 percent next year Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden taxes didn't and in fact they went up 20 percent then winston has to go through and rewrite every piece of article that says that it's gone up or down and rectify it to make it correct. It even it even talks about something like yeah, of course, like something the president says is something very important because that's coming from the president. But it even goes down to the very tiny little um, um, chocolate the the chocolate um, rations. Yeah. Even that when that got changed, he had to go back and he had to do the mal mal coded of the chocolate to rectify the chocolate for the mini plenty. Yeah, because it was, um, uh... It was a mal-reported... Yeah, because it wasn't reported correctly, because they yeah. were supposed to have 40%, and they went down, they only... There wasn't supposed to be any ration. 
right? Or yeah. no, there wasn't. There well, wasn't supposed to be so ration. much. They changed the ration. Yeah, they, they ended up changing it. it, but they, but the, they had said, oh, it's gonna be. Uh, we're not gonna change the ration. We're not gonna do this. We're everything's gonna stay the same. And then they end up lowering it, so he had to go through and edit all this stuff. Or like the boots when he was talking about the boots. Uh-huh. When they talked about the boots, like, they make boots, like, shoes for the people, and they only get so many clothing rations. Oh, yeah, they yeah, yeah, so yeah. They get so many boots. They, he had to rectify the report of the boots, but um, in reality, he had known, and it was known, that they probably didn't even make any boots. But they had to put out the information that they made so many. Yeah. But to, in reality, they didn't even make any, probably. It's almost like the upper corporate CEO people, like, make up their forecast. Like, we need to do this by this date, and then it doesn't happen. So they have to make up for it somehow or lie to keep their jobs, hide things like that almost. But worse. So they don't just do this with um, things that people are saying. They do this with the historical events. So, if anything that goes against what they believe in right now gets destroyed. So, when somebody gets vaporized and there are any stories about them, anything that they have done, said, anything is has to be destroyed, altered, done. So, he works in the, in the printing part of it. So, newspapers, magazines, stuff like that. Where another lady in this chapter works in the um, recording department and they even so they have to re-record videos fake photographs they have to they have voice actors they have every kind of everything in order to cover up what really happened whether it is um a real actor playing something fake photographs like just everything Mm -hmm. they have to finish fix cartoons they have to fix they have to fix music they have to fix literature books media like just everything and um this process of continuous alteration was applied not only to newspapers but to books periodicals pamphlets posters leaflets films soundtracks cartoons photographs to every kind of literature or documentation which might conceivably hold any political or ideological significance yeah and that is a quote from page 40 just so you know, I didn't make that up. That was words by George Orwell. <laughs> um, all history was a pan, pan... This is also from Orwell. All history was a palimpest, scraped clean, and reinscribed exactly as often as was necessary. So, they when somebody would evaporate, vaporize, evaporate, yeah. vaporize, well, when they yeah, would die, vaporize, yeah. it was like they never existed. They would just annihilate them. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. And then it even says that um, even the written instructions in which Winston received while working, he had to get rid of those as soon as he had dealt with them, as if they never stated or implied any act of forgery. So that's when, like, even his own notes, when you were saying that it was incinerated, even his own notes, everything had to be incinerated. Everything has to go, because then that's a paper trail of... Exactly. Of them changing everything, and they can't. So, so much of this chapter just goes back to the Mandela effect. Like, all of my notes on this chapter is, like, Mandela effect, Mandela effect. Like, everything is... So, it's almost like, are they doing that to us? And I felt so much, like... So far, up until... Up until this part of the book, everyone had said how much this book is kind of coming true today and all that. And it just... This book actually really did. This part of the book, this is when I started to realize, like, and see similarities. 
Sure. Because yeah. we do have the Mandela effect. Is it just random people? Is it, you know, just their minds are glitching and they forget, but there's a whole crowd. It'd be half the world that that thinks one way and the other half thinks this way. It just shows, like, the whole time I was reading this part, I was just thinking about the parallel to our news yeah. and our media and how much they do manipulate us. And they change everything. And they change everything to for their agenda and that that's basically his job and it made me think like how many people in our modern day have similar jobs where that is their their the narrative is to kind of tweak it to what fits what that news wants to project to us because every news is going to have a different you yeah, know, way they want to they want to present it yeah like the fox news cnn news they're both um saying the same thing but putting their own biased twist on exactly. it exactly yeah but could you imagine word. only having one of oh, those yeah, and that's only it one there's only one there you're not allowed to think el- anything else or else you will be vaporized yeah. So whether it's Fox or CNN, whatever, it's just the it's ministry. Just that one. That's it. That's, That's it. That's all. That's all you have. You have nothing else. And Winston is able to justify what he is doing because he sees it as he's just redoing the same bullshit over again. It's all bullshit. It's all fake. So he's just refaking the fake news over again to be fake because they've already manipulated it because they they've changed like everything. Yeah, how many it would be, times, how many times has it already changed? been changed and yeah. now they're changing it again? So that's how he justifies it. And I wonder if that's why he's able to kind of like see through the BS and have these like thoughts of other things. Like whenever he, in the last part where he had, um, where he woke up and he had the word Shakespeare on his mind. Oh, well, yeah. Shakespeare wouldn't be there. First of all, Shakespeare is dead and his ideal, uh, his ideas don't go along with what is going on there. Yeah. So he's long gone. Nothing, and I wonder if he um, Winston only knows about it because of him being the one to do this. So he he knows what's going on, so he's able to kind of. Oh yeah, and also he's inside, so he's seeing the notes from yeah, the ministry. Yeah, so he's seeing everything. So he's seeing not what, everything. He's seeing what is yeah, given to him. Yeah, but he's seeing the notes of what they want him to change it to. So that's gonna pique his interest in even yeah, more. Like, so oh, like, what why else? are we changing why are we this still? specific? fact for you know yeah. why are we changing why are we so manipulating he, this and that is and i bet this is exactly the reason why they are not allowed to fraternize with the lower social class people or even fraternize with each other because and they can't fraternize with each other yeah as you know he already we were introduced to another well somewhat introduced he had mentioned that he had worked near another person Tillotson 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 and which is in the cubicle across the hallway and they explain what the cubicles look like oh yeah remember his cubicle as long hallways and no windows and he didn't talk to anyone not even a co-worker next to him which was named Tillotson and you know what that reminds me of um I don't know if you remember the Incredibles but in the beginning of The Incredibles, because um, all the superheroes had to go into hiding, and yeah. Bob was at the insurance. I do remember that. And yeah. he was in this little tiny cubicle, and they're all just like rows. Yeah. Yeah, that is what that reminds me of. All these little tiny cubicles with nowhere yeah. to go, and you're just all scrunched up, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's like all dark, you're and like you're in jail. There. Like, there's your cell for the day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so he looks over at Tillotson, and Tillotson is like covering his mouth talking into the what is it called the newspeak the is it newspeak no it's not newspeak it's called telespeak oh tell uh sorry or um newspeak is a language yeah newspeak is the language and then it's like telespeak 
so pretty the it's pretty much a microphone that you talk into and then it writes everything down for you so you're not writing speak anything right, speak, speak right, right speak right sorry. speak right because you yeah. speak and then the computer writes it for you so you, it's kind of like siri is now and and android the you know oh, when you yeah. talk to text yeah yeah. It's, it's just like talk to text, except I'm sure it's more accurate because my talk to text never messes <laughs> yeah. up. It always messes up. It's never correct. Or Siri's always like, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> I yeah. thought you knew everything. <laughs> right? No. She don't know shit. She doesn't understand it half the time. Even in my car, I'll be like, call Brad. And it'll be like, call Walmart Supercenter? Like, what the fuck? And then, and then I have to, I was telling you earlier, I had to, um, whenever I would do, whenever I talk to my car and I would call Sierra, I would have to say Kiera. Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't understand understand the C for the K, yeah, or the K, whatever, that the C makes us sound, yeah. Oh my gosh. So. So then, you know, he also has a little woman with sandy hair, uh, that works next to him, and, um, her day-to-day was simply tracking down and deleting from the press the names of people who had been vaporized and therefore considered never to be uh, in existence. So even her own husband had been vaporized a couple years ago. Isn't that insane? I wonder if she's the one that had to take him out of existence. I mean, can you imagine if you had to, like, wipe away your spouse? Like, like, off of every photo, every... Everything that his name was ever mentioned in, every even like, like the birth records, like everything, even death records wouldn't exist. Yeah, Nothing. I wonder if she did that or someone else, because we also um, found out that. Um, sorry, I, I know I interrupted you. What else did you want to say about that? Oh the no, lady? I was just you talk about the lady. I'll talk I was, about the man. <laughs> no, that was that was all. I just was just noting that that even in his own work environment that. He, it's so secretive what everybody does. Even these people, like you said, that work cubicle right next to each other. They are like little prisons. You don't know what anybody's doing. Everything is incinerated. All your notes. And this lady, lady who's in charge of vaporize not in charge of vaporizing people, but in charge of um, getting rid of the Deleting records their of the people. You know, yeah. she's got, she, it's not on her. She gets the orders. Okay, you need to. You know, Heather needs to be annihilated. Okay, she's going to go in there. She's going to wipe everything out that has to do with me. Yeah. You know? But she can't tell anybody else who she's in, she's wiping out or nothing. Everything is so secretive. It's, it, I feel like it would be like a scary work environment. Yeah, Very right. Very toxic. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was going to talk about that later, about the work environment. So I'll get to that because I have, like, an opinion on that as well. How toxic it has to be. Um... But she did, they, they did say, like, that there was, they also had a vast printing room and a building to just redo everything. Because could you imagine having to take every single newspaper, magazine, publication, anything mm-hmm. that was printed and destroy it all and just redo? Do you know how much? You'd be constantly working. All the time. Like, how much paper, how much waste, how much everything that would take it would just be a constant like every time that somebody well i guess so supposedly if they die just because they die of old age they die of something like you know naturally then not vaporized because to be vaporized means that you did something wrong so you get erased but if you're just um if you die naturally then you get to be remembered so it's not like every time somebody dies but it's like every time somebody does something wrong which i'm sure is like 99 percent of the time (laughs) you know like, could you 
imagine thinking wrong and then being vaporized and then somebody just erasing everything it's and then having to redo everything that that you know well it's really scary because like you're saying the amount of stuff that on a daily basis would have to be rewritten or and altered it, and it's even to children books they said like spelling books and everything i mean it even and i don't even understand spelling books what are they gonna do change the way yeah how, how are you, you gonna change the spelling well i guess they do with newspeak yeah, it's a new language, so I don't know. Anyways, go on. Well, it even says here that there were armies of reference clerks whose job was simply to draw up list of books and periodicals which were due for recall. So talk about, like, banned books. Yeah. I mean, they had armies of clerks. Yeah. Armies of clerks. So, uh, reference that- clerks. So that's like I don't know how much an army is. Like, what would uh, be an army? Like at least thousands like, of people thousand just to people. go and find all these books. Every book and publication that has so and so written in it, or magazine, or so newspaper. They're just going around burning books. Anything that has to do with the yeah. past, they're just like, burning books. That I didn't even read it quite like that, but yeah, no. Ultimately, that's what they're doing. And um, it says, everything from statue to slogan was precisely articulated in a way to represent whatever Big Brother wanted the people to believe. Oh, yeah. That, I think that was a quote from the book. Oh, yeah. I remember I think it was, that, yeah. yeah. And then, um, oh, and then this, this fun fact that no party member or those in the ministry could read, look at, or partake in the lower level media bu- books oh, and yeah. publications. Mm-hmm. So they had their own, like... They, they had sports. They had um, entertainment. They had all the, the the things to dumb you down. Well, music, music, drama, literature, entertainment. Entertainment media things. Yeah, yeah entertainment. entertainment. So I'm thinking like TMZ. <laughs> and I was thinking like the Super Bowl or dramas, yeah. like, you know, yeah. just. Or award shows. Gossip like Grammy, Girl. Grammys. Go- yeah. Anything. Grammys, Gossip Girl, the OC. Yeah. Um, Family Guy, Simpsons. Like, anything, that's all for anything. the lower level people. And yeah. Winston is not allowed to look, read, do anything, be a part of that. Because I think that they're trying to dumb down the citizens oh. of the lower working class or what, whatever they're doing down there. I don't know. I guess they still have to have a working class like everybody else. Well, yeah, definitely. Because that's one like way to control them. That's yeah. one way to control them is with the media. Just like they say now that's parallel to what is going this on is now. Ex- yeah. Like, what did we just have? We just had the Super Bowl. Yeah. And what is everyone talking about Rihanna's performance? Yeah, instead of the weather balloon that they shot down and all the UFOs on that same weekend. Exactly. And, and, and we love Rihanna, by the way, but, but it's just a hot topic right now. Yeah, you know? just to, like, look the other way. Yeah. And, like, I we didn't even find out about the, the UFO things. I didn't find out about any of them until Monday morning. And that's exactly what they're talking about in the book. It's where they are going to use oh. that to manipulate and control yeah. the public. So the... I have this written down. Lower level people only had access to mundane things like sports, astrology, films with sex, sentimental songs, and five cent novelettes. Yeah. And then um, do the porn thing for the speak uh, war, the speak, the yeah. new speak, and new speak. So that was interesting to me that there is even a whole subsection co- called porno sec. And it was um, called that in Newspeak, and it engaged in uh, producing the lowest kind of pornography, which was sent out in sealed packets 
and which no party member other than those who worked on it were permitted to look at. So it was only for the lower class. And if you were a party member and you worked on it, like any kind of director or um, whatever, you know, your role was in, in producing, producing it, it, then you, then you can it. look at it because obviously so you, you need to look to. at it for your purpose of creating it. But other than for um, and entertainment purposes, you were not uh, permitted. And listen to how, um, just really quick, mm -hmm. I'm starting to understand Newspeak yeah. because it's not news speak, it's Newspeak. Like new and then speak. Oh, you're right. I know. Yeah. I thought it was news as well for a long time, but now I have to keep retraining my head because it's new speak. It is new, but speak. it's new. It's one word. And what I've noticed is that they take parts of words and just mash them together, like two words. So porn sec would be uh, what I understand would be like a thirty second clip of porn. Porno sec. Porno yeah. sec. So yeah. it'd be a, a thirty second, like a couple second, like a quick, quick little pornographic session of just. A minute. Which makes sense because it would just be to kind of rot your mind a little bit, you know, yeah. just to throw that little pornographic image in there, that little content in there, just yeah. to get you, you know, um, you know, thinking to, bad things, well, whatever or, to uh, to uh, elicit some kind of emotion that they want you to feel, you know, maybe shame or maybe. You know, uh, I'm not excitement? saying it's shameful. It should to, be excitement. I know. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's shameful to look at porn, but, but it's I'm just also, saying that for different people, it could be different things, and they're just they're trying to get these little triggers. And basically. what was the word that they actually used? Like really disgusting, low class porn. So maybe it is like a um, almost like a, a shameful. I just looked at it as that they were using it as almost like a weapon. I mean, it doesn't say that in here, but they were using it to. I think everything in this world is a weapon. Yeah. I think that you should be scared of everything in this world. Yeah. <laughs> like they weren't doing it to be like, hey, let's give them some excitement and fun in their world. And let's no. give them some porn There's to look reason. at. There's no, a reason. There's a reason. No, it's like, let's. Fuck it's, with them. it's systematically done for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what I was going to Or for like an addiction, if people have addiction, because a lot of people have addiction to porn. Oh, and just Even to, to this day, yeah. like even now, people yeah. are addicted to porn. It's like even a, to this day, a, as if that oh really happened. <laughs> like, like it's, a, it's a huge problem, you know? Yeah. And so um, um, I what, think that's what they're trying to touch on. They're trying to get to those people. Yeah. yeah. What I was going to say is um, that it's almost, that the news speak is almost like what we do on the internet. Mm -hmm. um, whenever you ship something, ship relationship. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. I'd ship that, oh, or I'd ship them. I don't yeah. know how to use it because I'm not 15. But no, I know what you, you mean. You know the yeah. ship. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then AF for as fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's like everybody's shortening these words, and it is like newspeak. It is. It and is. Yeah. It's like the slang. It's a slang. Yeah. But that's now their language, which in 20 years we always say like, like, like because that's what was happening then and in 20 years everyone's gonna be like ship that ship that mm -hmm. or I'd ship them or mm -hmm. what however you say it mm -hmm. and it's the only one that I could think of but you when you start realizing oh, it so many there's so many just on like, god on, your, on, on god there's so I don't many even know on, god. on god what's the other one bus bussin like, I don't even know what that's short for. Well, bussin' is just like, it's it's like the bomb. It's like bussin'. Yeah, but bussin'. what is that short for? I don't know. It's just bussin'. Or like what's, riz. What's, riz is like, what's your riz? What's a riz? Riz is like, what's your game? Like, can you like pick up that chick? Can you pick up that guy? Or, or what, what, when they're like, no lie or something like that? Or what's the one? The, no cap. Or cap. That's cap. like lie. No cap. 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 Like, because you're going to put a cap in your ass. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like when you're lying. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm yeah. sure I'm sure there's a reason why those words. I don't know how these words came about, but I have teenagers, no. so I'm learning them, bruh. 
All right, bruh. Now we sound like old people. I don't. I know it's so bad. I just want to stick to the Facebook. Hey, I'm only. I'm only 29. Okay. We're forever 29. We're forever 29. Just so you know. So, um, so anyway, yeah, so then, then, then the two minutes of hate. So, oh started. no, wait, this, uh, no, 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 because yeah. it interrupted him. So after oh. after the whole porno, we got sidetracked. After the whole porno um, uh, incident here, um, then it actually turned into the, the two minutes of hate. So they didn't really get into the two minutes of hate. No, but it was just noted that even during your busy work week or work day, of you know having to change the entire world's history view and view, then you get interrupted with your two minutes of hate. And you have to stop what you're doing. You have to listen to your two minutes of hate. You're on the telescreen. On the telescreen. In, you. in your workplace. In talk your about jail toxic, cell. Talk about toxic. And then after you get basically verbally abused and, and your mind gets fucked with, then you have to go back to work. So exciting. Yay. Just a normal day. Love the work ethic. Just a normal day here. So um, what I have next is that Winston job. Winston job was his greatest pleasure. Yep. And I can tell, like, I, I get why. Yeah. Because he's doesn't have anything else to live for. I mean, what else are you doing? And he enjoyed doing this. It was busy work, and mm-hmm. he would get really hard cases, and he enjoyed it. So, but it's I mean, kind of like creative too, because you get to like rewrite things. Yeah, so. and and um, and he was he he said that he was really good at it, and he had this like sense of pride. Yeah, in what he did. So it's like he gets, and I'm sure that he gets better things. It would be like a politician today. You get you you're not a good person but you get better things because you're there yeah as opposed to us working people well he has his perks for sure yeah he probably gets more rations or something i'm not sure but we'll learn more about what the perks are but he definitely does have more perks than the general population for sure yeah and then um so this was um a fun story did you read this part about how big brother once loved the ffcc who oh, supplied yeah. the cigarettes to the sailors. Yep, I saw And that. then for some reason, um, the FCC had suddenly, or FFCC. FFCC, <laughs> yeah. FCC is what Eminem's always like, fuck the FCC. It's a F- I don't know what it even stands for. I think it's the, the FCC, I think that Eminem's talking about is like, for the, language, the, like, like, like the broad, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's, yeah, it has to do because with, like, everybody you can't say that fucking, you can't say fuck, you, you can't, can't say, say fuck, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just like Howard Stern had to have his own yeah. channel <laughs> yeah, because of it, that, because yeah. of FCC. Yeah. Anyways, um, so the FFCC that supplied the cigarettes had suddenly dissolved, so everything F- had... FCC, you keep seeing FCC. Uh, Y'all know what I mean, there's two F's and there's two C's, whatever the fuck FFCC is, we don't even know what it means. Um... <laughs> They, so everything. Uh, <laughs> I love that you referenced Eminem. I love Eminem. So do I. I wish he would come it. back for the Super Bowl halftime. Anyway, so for some reason the FFCC didn't want did it suddenly dissolved and everything had to be deleted. So it was like the FFCC never yeah existed. So once once something ends or something's over, then it's like cigarettes never existed. The FFCC yeah. never existed. So now mm-hmm. they have to go through and take out every cigarette out of every magazine, book, literature, anything that mentions a cigarette, anything that mentions the FFCC. That is wild. That is so crazy just to do like on that. Could you imagine I'm every like, who photograph? Has time for that. Like I, that's all they have is time, I guess. Yeah, that's all they can do. So Winston, um, 
Winston had to edit a story about it, about the FFCC, and instead of um, doing it how, like, instead of, he, he decided that he couldn't just edit it out, he needed to make a whole new story. Yeah, it was Did you notice too that? much to edit. Yeah, it, it was, the whole yeah. thing or whatever. It so It's like, delete, delete, might as well, you gotta rewrite the whole thing at that point. Yeah, so he made up, uh, on the fly, a, um, a, an entire article about this man. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. And, and this man, though, he was a war hero. He did this. He went into his background. And then he, he had to send to get photos. Yeah. Because he's not in charge of the photos. So I, I would assume that he's like, oh, they'll make a really good made-up photo oh, for yeah. this guy. Like yeah. a card, like a stock image yeah. of this guy being a war hero that died at 23 Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. And see, that's probably what he loved about his job, where you're going back to, like, that he's saying that he loved his job and what he did, because he did get he to gets, be creative. Yeah, he did get and to use his brain and think and do things yeah. instead of just mundane nothingness. I mean, it sucks for the general population, because they're going to believe that this really went down and happened. But, I mean, it's at least it's, it's a, like a little escape for him. Yeah. And um, there was... Um, Comrade Withers. That, yeah, that's what that that was part of the FFCC mm-hmm. thing. And so he had he was he was a prominent person in the he party. He was in the inner party. He was in the inner party. So he was even higher up than Winston. And those those type of people, they're so high up that they get to go on trial. They don't just vaporize. Yeah, and he was actually singled out for a special mention and award. Um, a decoration of the Order of Conspicuous Merit, second class. So that's what Comrade Comrade, Comrade Withers. Withers um, he actually he did he was he got he was like recipient of that award. And so he, he was, was a high up special award. And then for some reason, the F- he had something to do with the FFCC. Everything went down, and Winston has no idea why Withers had been disgraced. Maybe simply because Big Brother thought he was too popular, quote-unquote. Yeah. Or he just, just plainly, because this is what had to happen at random to keep the government going and everything in place and what everything is supposed to be. I mean, just like yeah. his parents knew, like, in the last part, his parents knew that this was the only way. They had to die so Winston could survive. Exactly. But why, I don't... And then it does say that, like, three months after Comrade Withers received that um, award, the FFCC had suddenly just dissolved with no reasons given. And, like you said, nobody knew why he was disgraced. So so something went down that, like, was higher up. That nobody don't really know knows. Yet. And we don't even have... We probably will never find... Well, maybe we'll find out because we're the They might backtrack because they kind of do go back yeah, and forth. Yeah, this chapter was really hard because it did go back and forth a lot because it's just... It's, it's Winston just kind of in his brain, just bouncing back and forth. And I feel like this whole book is kind of kind of be like that, just bounce back and forth. Because we're in his brain. We're just thinking. So he's looking over, and then he's looking over at this, and he's looking over at this, and then this mm-hmm. happened. So he's just processing, and we're in his mind processing with him. You yeah, know? and the thing that I thought was interesting is when it, when it, after the FCC was, or the FFCC was dissolved, it goes into Winston kind of thinking about the Great Purge and how thousands of people with public trials of the traitors, the thought criminals, basically, um, they had to confess to their crimes because there's really no other choice. They were executed, executed, but there were actually like special showpieces where they would reappear 
a couple of years later and then they would be um, never heard of again. So it was almost like, like, um, let's say I do a crime and they're just gonna kill me, I'm gone. But maybe my crime was like stealing bread or something, I don't know. But if somebody did something bigger, they're gonna put it out there more and more and more for like uh, newsworthy type uh-huh. of media stuff. And then I'm gonna kind of disappear, and then I'll reappear, and then they're gonna show like an execution. They're gonna make yeah, like a there spectacle, was the execution, but they're gonna make stuff. it more of a spectacle. Yeah, where the people it says people who had incurred the displeasure of the party simply disappeared and were never heard of again. But in some cases, they may not even be dead. Perhaps party people personally known to Winston, not counting his parents, had disappeared at one time or another. But So basically, like, you don't really know, like, if they're dead or if they just disappear. Yeah, you don't know what happened. You don't know what happened. And if it's a big enough case, they're going to make a big spectacle of it. And, and then you gonna might show, find out. You're gonna, they're going to show the execution, like, like, almost like in Middle Evil times when, like, everybody would come out and they'd watch beheadings. Yeah. It was like a That's big That's like that. Yeah, deal. exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he, he, so what I was saying before is that he chose to wrote, write about the commander. Mm-hmm. Ogil, he made up Commander Ogilvy, who had recently died a hero in battle, and he would write a few sentences and throw in a fake picture, and that would be that, a complete fake person written into reality. Yep. And what's weird is that he looks over at Tillotson, who's who's covering his hand, like, kind of secretly talking into the speak right, and he thought that, and he wondered if Tillotson was working on the same project as him and whose story would get published oh yeah because they don't know what they're working on so yeah they don't know anything and it's like so they could have 10 people working on the same thing and then pick one Mm -hmm. which i i would think would be so counterproductive but then again who's more creative creative, yeah it's gonna get the story the people either and whatever you want to um put to the people you want to make the people more fearful you want to make them more you know whatever you want to try to yeah so i'm sure that put on the people. some people do better with fear some people do better with just calmly erasing somebody yeah, and some exactly. people you know and um this is also when we find out they refer to tilton as his rival so yeah. for whatever reason he's a rival which i feel like why they don't know anything about anybody. But they are kind of competing for stories. In yeah. A sense. Well, so, yeah. Like, no, they a, are. In a, like, a, a journalistic, professional way. Yeah, journalistic. Yeah. And the, pro- the, the party probably tried to pit everybody against each other to keep them so no one would so- become social with each other and they would have more control over all of their workers. Um, and then... If everyone is rivals, I wonder if there's a certain worry that if their edit isn't chosen enough, will they themselves disappear? Like, almost like they're being fired from their job, but instead of just their job, it's from their life for non-production. Oh, true. And they would be vaporized? their work isn't good enough. So, and you know too much, you can't do anything else, so you're vaporized now. So I wonder if that's a constant worry with Winston and his co-workers, that they too will become vaporized because they're not good enough. I didn't think about that, but that makes sense because even though there's like how notes, toxic of a workplace is that? That's what I told you. I was like, I have a big ass opinion on that. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like even though they incinerate all of the notes, even their own, after each project yeah. they work on, um, they still remember what they've written yeah, they and can't, read. Yeah. So 
They they literally would have to be if they if they got fired from their job they would be fired from their life. Yeah, yeah. There'd they be would. no other way. There'd be nothing. There. Yeah. So how scary is that for everybody? It's really scary. So these people are just so so far in this dystopian world. All we're seeing is people working, having the hate speeches all the time at random. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that is it. And exercise every so often. <laughs> For well, a few it's minutes. Like, it's not even every so often. I think it's, it's like every when morning. they tell you you have to do your PT, that's it. Yeah, they say jump and, and you say how high. Yeah. They're so. watching you to make sure you're doing it perfectly. So, so far, this book is pretty intense. It is really intense. And I feel like. Do you have anything else to add on that chapter? I'm all done with my notes. For No, the only thing I was going to add was just a little bit about that comrade. Oh, I can't even pronounce the name. Yeah, com- comrade Ogilvy. Gilvy. It's the fake guy. He's so not real. I know, but it's O-G-I-L-V-Y. Yeah, Ogilvy. And my brain doesn't compute. Oh. But I was just going to say that the way that he's described, the way that he's written... I guess, because he's not real, right? Yeah. It, the way that he's written, it's pretty gnarly, because it says that he refused all toys except for a drum a drum and a machine gun when and a was- model helicopter when he was, like, three. And by the time he was six, he was already, like, in relaxation of the rules, so he was cool with everything. And then he joined the spies at nine. And he was already a troop leader. So by the it's like boom, boom like that that and nobody already, he made up this whole person and nobody is gonna question the reality of his story because yeah. that is a could be a real life thing. But the thing is, is for him to make up this person that they didn't want any toys and by the age of nine they were already a leader in the spies, like that just shows you how intense this world was that somebody would read that and believe that was a real yeah, person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they wouldn't they're they're not gonna question the reality because that's how this world yeah. is. Like can I mean, you imagine now like a three year old like wanting a machine gun a machine like, gun and that's the only toy and a drum. Probably a drum because they're like beat it. We're coming for the beat of the war the drum the war, war drum. the war drum. Yeah, yeah. A war drum, machine gun and a helicopter so I can like shoot down at you with my machine gun and the helicopter. Like right. it's all war. It's, it's and, all war shit. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah that, that I adds, believe that. It adds yeah, up. Why not? It's fine. Yeah. Because that's the world that they're living in. Thank God we're not there yet. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get there. All right, guys. So that was our chapter one, part four of 1984. And we will be back next Monday with part five. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe. And um, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.